Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Taboo. Thanks so much for joining us again. We love it here, and we hope that you love it here as Just much as, as we. Much as we do. Oh, you're, you're excited today? Yeah, I don't know. We have a lot to talk about I'm today. I'm really excited. Because today is literally going to be, I think, probably one of my favorite episodes. Like, I'm just deeming it my favorite episode. Yeah. But before we even get into that, um, I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode. That was probably one of our favorite guests. Um, yeah. You know, no shade to the other guests. We love you too. But that was probably one of our <laughs> favorite guests on the show. It was Venom. giving wholesome. But for today's episode, we're going to be talking about a hot topic. The hottest on the market it's not very me. spicy right literally now. like mate yeah. we need to talk about yeah. cancel culture and mm. we can't talk about it without addressing the apology the from, apolo- from the, the baby, baby. <laughs> right so let me just tell you what happened with the baby if you yeah. are not familiar if you don't follow the shave room like i don't because they're a bunch of miserable mother anyways right if you don't follow the shave room here's what happened with the baby they're at uh rolling loud in miami mm-hmm. he's on the stage he's doing his little set or whatever and all of a sudden he wants people to put their uh, cameras in, the, like their flashlights in the air. He usually right. does this for one of his songs um, intro because it's like very intimate to him. But before he says like to tell people to put their flashlights in the air, he goes, if you didn't show up today with HIV AIDS, any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that will make you die in two or three weeks, put your cell phone light in the air. Ladies, he didn't stop there. He said, ladies, if your pussy smell like water, put your cell phone light in the air. Fellas, if you ain't suck, <laughs> suck a nigga dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lights in the air. Keep it fucking real. Sir, all you had to say was, who's ready to, right. like, who's ready to rumble? Like, like, I would have <laughs> taken that. I would have taken that. Like, what was all that? I felt like when I was listening and like watching what was going on at Rolling Loud, I felt like I was listening to one of those corny, like, really bad DJs that's trying to get everybody's energy up. Right, Where, like, he's overstepping. Right. You know what I mean? You didn't have to say all that. Mm -mm, There was no reason. For me, it was just like, damn, like, the LGBTQ community plus community literally lives in heterosexual people's minds rent free. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't do nothing. They didn't (laughs) do nothing. You didn't even have to address all that. And it's just like, not even, there's obviously, like, heterosexuals with HIV. So it's just like, for you to say all that... What was the reason? What was the reason? I don't know. I looked at it as like, they were two different and like separate comments. And people constantly have things to say about like people that do not identify as heterosexual. Right. So like, I'm not, I'm not dismissing that he said something wrong about that. Um, But I did feel super touched to my core about Mm. what he said about like STIs and STDs. Right. Because it's like. Number one, like you said, like to make that correlation of saying them together, it kind of implies that people that are not heterosexual are the ones that are like the face of all these diseases, which is honestly not true at all. Absolutely not. And then number two, I was just separately offended, not because I like I don't have any ties to these things, but one of my biggest problems is like pop culture and like social media and just like, you know, mainstream media kind of exiling people that are sick or like don't have a clean bill of health especially when it comes to stis and Mm. stds it's such a touchy topic and one that people are ashamed to address already as like a black male standing on this stage like trying to like point people out that are already like marginalized that was disgusting also just spewing inaccurate information hiv aids or any deadly any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two or three weeks sir it's 2021 people don't die of hiv anymore exactly <laughs> go straight to hell <laughs> like, yeah. like we're dying of covid faster than we are with hiv so please sir get your facts right before you start spewing random ignorant shit into a crowd full of 
easily influence people. Like a lot of the baby's crowd in that whole entire section was like kids, like younger teens and stuff yeah. like that. So for you to instill those thoughts, those ignorant ass thoughts, and I'll never stop saying ignorant because it's just dumb. Like yeah. that's you making that up in your head. And then he has a nerve. Let's go over to his freaking apology. apology. Mm-hmm. First of all, of course, like every black man who gets called out, and I'm not going to say, okay, every black man, fine, 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 fine. Any celebrity, <laughs> but I'm targeting the black community because whenever they get called out for their, like, any type of homophobic comments, they immediately get defensive mm-hmm. and start lashing out. You mm-hmm. know what he says? He goes on live and he goes, shut the F up. What I do on live show is for the audience. It'll never translate correctly to someone who is just looking at a little five, six second clip from their goddamn crib on their phone. It just don't work like that. Sir, I don't need to watch the whole show. I don't give a damn. Yeah. One thing about me, I used to be the biggest baby fan. Like, I was his biggest fan. I loved what he stood for. I loved what he was doing. That's very true. She yeah. was a go-hard for my, For Christmas, my sister literally got me tickets, and I was front and center living my best life, watching this man do it. And now I just feel terrible because it's like, you are so stupid. And he had the nerve. Second part, he went to Twitter, and he said, basically, because now he's trying to lose money. Now mm-hmm. he's losing his bread. He's tight. Yeah. So he, he's shucking and jiving. He's, he's moving around, <laughs> trying to make the white man happy again. So he's like, you got to understand. He's trying to spin it now. Mm-hmm. You got to understand the black community, you know, it's, um, you, it, it's we need to educate ourselves or something like that. I wish I, I pulled up a tweet. But he basically was just like, in the black community, it's just normal. So you can't really condemn us. Yeah. They were kind, he was kind of like, you guys love to. Basically, he was saying... Being part of the black community comes with being homophobic. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, if you guys love to, you know, exploit the black community so much for everything else that we have. But when they make a mistake such as this, like finally identifying that he made a mistake, he goes, when they make a mistake such as this, like now all of a sudden you want to cut ties with them. Sir, I don't know about you, but I'm black and I'm not homophobic. See, that was like a high thought of his that I guess he felt like he needs to You share. know, you know. Because like, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. You're right. But that's not exploiting the black community. No, that's you idiot. making an ass of yourself yes. in 2021 and not informing yourself. Number one, yes, you're black. Yep. So yes, naturally, you're part of the black community. But at the end of the day, you're a part of the upper echelon of the black community. There's literally, again, like we even said with Danny Lee when, when she, we had yeah. an issue with her. There's no excuses anymore for certain things. No. Like for certain things, it's about educating yourself. If you have the resources, you have the finances. If God forbid somebody white did that, and I'm not I'm not advocating for the pale face. Yeah, not the pale That's not face. what I'm doing. Mm-mm. But I am saying that like, we can't make excuses for one set of people and not make it for, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just not fair. Right. And the baby has finances, like, he has the financial resources to educate himself and understand where you, and you're not, you don't live under a rock, bro. Like, that's my problem with him. Like, I feel like celebrities, they pretend like they're very out of touch with social media when they get when they get so big. At the end of the day, like, Beyonce knows what's going on. Like, yeah. Beyonce's in the culture because she wouldn't have sent Rolling Ray a freaking exactly Ivy Park box if she didn't know what was going on with the culture, yeah. right? So it's like, no matter how you try to, so far to remove yourself from social media and all that stuff, you still see what's going on. So please, we all have the same 24 hours, is yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I think that celebrities' biggest problems are, especially in this case, was you got too big for your riches. You again thought, because you've gotten away with saying so many other outlandish things, right. that this time when you said it, it wasn't going to be recorded and then dragged. Right. And that you weren't going to be held accountable for it. Exactly. At the end of the day, I feel like everybody that is in like, that's being subjected to getting cult, um, canceled, what they're not realizing is like, this might be the one thing that takes you out. Right. And like, you get away with saying so many effed up things on a daily basis that this is the, you you didn't see anything wrong with it when yep. you said it. Yep. So it showed your personality and it showed your character. And, and I, 
I do think that cancel culture is super controversial, but I, I honestly believe that when you say things, you say them because you don't think anybody's going to call you out on it. Right. You say things because you keep getting away with saying out Like, when we think about even rappers in general, like, they say a lot of nasty shit. Mm-hmm. There was something that somebody said on The Shade Room the other day. It was DJ Academics um, had gotten reposted by The Shade Room, and it said... It's just weird how festivals are putting out these elaborate statements about how much they care about humanity. And because of that, they can't have the baby on their show for what he said. Yet 90% of the artists they book, music is about drugs and murder and it's totally fine to them. These companies got to choose whether they are prioritizing the art of, or morality. Because they all seem like hypocrites when they try to get on a high horse canceling artists. Hip-hop is a genre filled with imperfect individuals telling stories. Why even fuck with it if you want saints? And like, I... I I did feel what he was saying. Like, Absolutely. At the end of the day, you we're okay with people like disrespecting women in in music. Yeah. We're okay with them talking about like you know being in the streets and like advocating for like trapping, like doing drugs, doing right. coding, doing lean. Right. But then when somebody says something that's like about sexual minorities, now it's a problem. Mm-hmm. I do think they're completely different things, but I also feel like one is not worse than the other. I feel like at the end of the day, you can't. You can't say something is like because at the end of the day, also look at it like this. I'm sorry. the The demographic that is really listening to these artists, like these hip hop artists that talk about drugs and talk about women, it's black people. Mm-hmm. So then, even when the baby turns around and says, "Well, you know, like you're you're exploiting the black community by dragging me for saying something homophobic," when right. like the black community is homophobic, it's like, what is your point? Yeah, you're exploiting the black community still when you rap about drugs and like you hype up a life that that is that white people have created to get us to go towards a path that we never live out of, mm-hmm. that we never survive from. Mm-hmm. So like, you don't really have a leg to stand on at this yeah. point. And I do. Like, I did understand DJ Academic saying, like, you can't have, like, artists that that rap about or sing about things that are completely inappropriate and things that are not to be looked up to and then in the same breath be like, the baby's canceled. I do think it's, it is hypocritical at the end Absolutely. of the day. And that's why I literally, um, one song I always listen to is 1985 by J. Cole. It's, a, like, a diss track. That's to, my song! That, he went crazy, but it's a diss track to Lil Pump. He said, I must say, by your songs, I'm unimpressed, hey, but I love to see a black man get paid. And plus, you having fun, and I respect that. But have you ever thought about your impact? These white kids love that you don't give a fuck, because that's exactly what's expected when you're skin black. Mm-hmm. They want to see you dab. They want to see you pop a pill. They want to see you tatted from your face to your heels. Hey. And somebody down, fuck it, I got to keep it real. They want to be black and think your song is how it feels. Yeah. So when you turn up, you see them turning up too. You hit the next city, and he continues. He just hits every point of being a black man in the music industry and like these rising stars they see this as like an opportunity to just get bread get bread get bread yeah but they forget that at the end of the day you're still people yeah and one thing that we learned from 2020 is that we hold the niggas accountable yeah like we coming in crazy now so cancel culture for me like as much as i feel like cancel culture can be detrimental it can be like something that everybody's jumping on a bandwagon for and stuff like that i feel like the main root of it is just holding people accountable for their actions and right. people of that caliber, people like the baby, are not used to that anymore because they yeah. get to a certain point where, for I don't know his life, but at the end of the day, like it seems like he has a lot of yes men around him. Especially yeah. when you're making that much money, you're going to have a lot of yes people around you. When you start being called out for your actions, his first thought, as every typical like underdeveloped mind would, would be to get defensive. Yeah. Instead of just stop and say, all right. What, what did I do? I'm sorry that I did that. And what can I do to rectify the situation rather than 
let me start talking on my ass yeah. randomly and just keep throwing shit, throwing shit out there until my publicist is able to get a formal apology. And that's what happened. Yeah. So when he came out with that formal apology, it was like, go suck your mother. <laughs> <laughs> it's too yeah. late. You said it. You meant that shit. You stood behind that shit until somebody finally said, yeah. they're taking away your money now. Yeah. You should probably say something correct. So now you're sick and now you're like, oh, you know, I didn't mean to say that. That's the problem with celebrities. We never know what's genuine from exactly. them anymore. When you're sitting on, you know, like your stage, you're standing on your stage and everybody's cheering you on and you're just getting away with saying a whole bunch of shit and you already say a whole bunch of shit that you probably would never say to your mother, but you're saying on a mic or mm-hmm. like while you're in a recording studio and you never get called out for any of it. And then to finally people start taking away your advertisements and people start taking away um, your, your business opportunities. Now you're like, Oh, nah. I'm kind of bugging. I'm about to start panicking. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, but had we not said anything to you about it, let's say you looked back on this video five years from now, would you have cringed while listening to yourself say that? Exactly. Probably not. Exactly. You you probably would have just continued to go on and on and thinking the same things that you do. And one of my biggest problems with today's society is that, like, I do agree that we should be holding people accountable. And I also stand on the side of the fence where I feel like we need to give some people room to grow. Mm -hmm. So like the issue with cancel culture is, is it accountability culture or are we just getting rid of people before we give them the chance to learn? Mm. I do think that that's a valid question for some cases in cancel culture. But a lot of them, even for example, with the baby, my thing is, was it genuine? Was his apology genuine? Was the way, like, it was gone about, like, let's look at it this way, right? Mm -hmm. I hate to bring this woman up, but Kim Kardashian, when she first came out with her line, there we go. It was a play on her own name, Mm -hmm. but she didn't understand, like, the cultural impact it would have on other people of different ethnicities. She's in her own little bubble. And she's in her own little bubble, but her apology was genuine. There's really not a doubt in my mind that that apology was genuine because her immediate response wasn't defensive. Exactly. It was like, you know what? I really didn't know. I wasn't even thinking about anybody else. Straight up, I was thinking about myself. That is what what people are looking for, somebody that, like, makes a mistake and is called out on it and is like... Yo, I'm dead sorry. Like, yeah. I was living in my own world and I didn't even realize the impact that was going to make. Whereas the baby, like you said, already gets defensive. And yep. instead of saying, like, you know what? I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't even, I wasn't thinking. Yeah, Rather I was than the, I didn't know. I was swept up in the moment. Yes, I was thinking that. That's a good apology. Because the truth is, when you're a grown man or a grown woman and you say, I didn't know, rather than I got caught up in the moment or I let my ass talk for me instead mm-hmm. of my mouth. That's when I don't believe you. Absolutely. Because at this day and age, there's no way you don't know better. There's no way you don't know better. And like you said, my comment about like you saying maybe he has a lot of yes men around him. It's like you could easily say because he said, I'm just not educated. I, I didn't know. Like instead of tearing us down, why can't we like be educated? Leave room for us to understand what we did wrong. If at this age, if as an adult living in the 21st century, where like you have TikTok, where you have social media, where you're on Instagram 24-7, where you're making videos 24-7, mm-hmm. where you're on a tour bus and like you can have conversations with friends, mm-hmm. there's zero reason why you shouldn't be having those real conversations outside. And and let's say you are having those real conversations. Let's say the people around you are not just yes men, but that the, these are friends that you're having conversations with. That just means that you haven't been exposed to anything other than like the typical homophobic black community. And that says something still about you. Exactly. If you're not around people in in this day and age where like you guys can have conversation and then there's a problem. Like there's a problem, period, because you have the opportunities to have these conversations. You're just choosing not to have them. So let me ask you, do you feel like 
cancel culture altogether is helpful or hurtful to society? As black people, as women that identify as like black women, we're double minorities. I don't and identify as black. I am black. <laughs> well, you know, we got a lot of. I hate to say, y'all, we got a lot of Oreos out there. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, very true. We do. Let's not. <laughs> I think like part of. The thing about cancel culture that I really admired and I loved for us was the fact that we were finally able to make movements. One person take like taking a stand on something doesn't matter mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Like, yeah, it starts with one, but unless you have like power behind it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So like for women that have been sexually assaulted, for women that have been raped, for women that have been marginalized, for black people that have been marginalized or taken advantage of in whatever like area of life you're standing in. Cancel culture was for them. Cancel culture is for, like, those people that are not heard. Right. That's what cancel culture is for. Cancel culture is to cancel people that have way too much power compared to the marginalized. Mm. And so now we, like, we have to take a stand. There has to be some level of accountability because they're, like, the untouchables. Mm -hmm. That's what cancel culture was for. Mm. And so, like, in my opinion, the original, like, statement, the original meaning of cancel culture, I'm for 1,000%. But... In my opinion, I do think it's gotten a little bit out of hand. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think it's fair to just cancel everybody because they don't agree with us. Yeah. There has to be some kind of logic. There has to be some kind of compromise and understanding. And we're not having it. Yeah. There's no conversation anymore. For me, I felt like the exact same way when it came to Me Too movement, when it came to certain, like, a, a situation like this. In my opinion, I feel like he doesn't deserve to be canceled fully, but he should definitely... At this point, he should he needs to educate himself. He needs to take a step back and probably just like learn some things. Yeah. My only time where it got like really out of control was when it was it, like in the middle of quarantine and people were digging up old tweets of people. And I, I will say, Kevin Hart got the shit end of it. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Kevin. Absolutely. Hart. At that time, none of us were educated. You cannot yeah. crucify people. For what past. we, yeah, for the past thing that yeah. was group think at the end of the day. Yeah. We were all, we all felt like, I mean, I'm not going to say we, you know, not me, but the older <laughs> generation <laughs> felt that way, you know? So yeah. it was just like, for everyone to dig up a tweet from what, 2010, 2011, bring it back to 2020 and be like, you need to cancel him now for yeah. something he did 10 years ago. Yeah. He was dumb as shit 10 exactly. years ago. Like, and he was a comedian. He is yeah. a comedian. Yeah. Like when it comes to comedians, I feel like it's very hard because at the end of the day, they have to make jokes about what's real yeah. and what people, they connect to their audience about what they're feeling. And at the time, that's what his audience was feeling. At the time, that tweet went off. Yeah. Like people were joking, laughing, having a good time with that tweet. But now that it, we're in a different state of mind, we've educated ourselves. We know that the tweet is wrong. He knows the tweet is wrong. But when does he have time to go back into Twitter and take that tweet down? Yeah. So you're basically, I think you feel like there's a statute of limitations. To absolutely. What, yeah. Absolutely. I think for cancel culture, we need to focus on the now because yeah. we have to call, uh, like hold people accountable for the mistakes that they're doing right now. Because right. right at this point, like we keep saying over and over again, if you have not educated yourself, you are choosing to be uneducated. Yeah. And if you're choosing to be uneducated, get the hell out of the like the yeah, spotlight. The yeah. Because you are influencing people. You have, no matter what you do, you have a platform. You're influencing people. And so for you to get up there and say ignorant shit, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So and that at that point, I'm just like, yeah, cancel culture needs to happen right now, but in the right way. I hate this. But a common theme in our generation now is like everything just gets you just take it and run with it. Like there's never any regulation to any of the things that we're trying to put in place. Every time you don't like somebody or you disagree with something that somebody says, that's not room for you to cancel them. I, I also do feel like the tricky thing about cancel culture, like I said, it started off as 
something where we're trying to hold people that are untouchable accountable mm-hmm. not people that like we're just trying to destroy their livelihood my like bro right. what is your problem bro right. like relax i hate to bring them up but there's a family on youtube called the ace family oh yeah i don't know the truth about what that family does yeah. i don't know what's up with austin that's not my man not my problem He's not my concern that's all I mean. he do be doing a lot but again we don't live in their lives right but they're not untouchable yeah they're not untouchable and at the end of the day the same way we want people to be held accountable because the people that they're victimizing or hurting are pe- hurting our people they are also people mm-hmm. and like what you have to realize even with the baby the, the reason why i i feel for any celebrity that's in jeopardy of being canceled is because this is how you make your money yeah so when you decide to open your mouth you don't even understand the amount of responsibility you have yep. and it can be taken away from you in 2.5 seconds like that. i couldn't even imagine like somebody using one of my tweets or like something i even said on this podcast against me in the future oh my that's my biggest fear this is why i don't y'all ain't shit all the all you celebrities that want to get on here and like apologize after the fact here's why you ain't shit because at the end of the day what i'm saying even though sometimes i don't articulate myself in the best way at the core whatever it is i'm saying i most likely stand behind in this moment mm. and so like this is a part of my life. This right. is a part of my personality. This right. is my character that I'm choosing to show you guys. And you disagreeing with something I said is completely different from me saying something that's super distasteful and hurtful. Yeah. And saying, well, that's it is what it is. Yeah. No, I'm saying my thoughts and opinions on something without trying to marginalize a whole group of people. Without trying to, like hurt a group of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I feel the difference is. I stand behind what I'm saying today. If you a job and you see this later, my bro, I'm sorry. Like, I don't mean it, bro. I'm just trying to do something right for the culture. Nah, you know, that's so funny because Jerron and I talk about that all the time. Like, we will sometimes delete messages that we send to each other because, like, when we talk about controversial (laughs) topics, like, we get so scared because I'm like, yo, what if I blow up? And he always says that, like, when he's going to be, like, huge. Famous. Yeah, he's literally going to be famous. Like, so whatever he says something to me, I'm like, you got to be careful because, like, when they cancel you. (laughs) I can't, I can't help you, bro. Like, <laughs> I can't help you out there. And it's like, Twitter will dead come for you. Like, yeah. And sometimes, like, it's really hard because when you're in that space, it feels like the, the Twitter's the entire world. And so when Twitter's crucifying you, it feels like the entire world's crucifying you. You kind of just have to remember, like, you know, put your phone down and just walk away yeah. for a second. Nobody's yeah. going to know. But at the same time, it's just like, we always joke around about how easy it is nowadays to get canceled for an opinion yeah and it's so wrong because like yeah. there's no wrong opinions even yeah. though i talk about that all the time like yeah. that's your wrong opinion but like at the end of the day an opinion cannot be wrong yeah he was he made an uneducated top like sentence hello he made an uneducated statement and that was that was just astronomically wrong that was wrong <laughs> but like at, at, like you said at his core he stood by that in that moment when he was saying it, he stood by it yeah. he genuinely felt that way with an opinion how you feel about something is like I could wake up tomorrow and just not like the color green. Yeah. Niggas gonna cancel me because I don't like the color green. Yeah. Like, you can't really do that. And I feel like that's how society has shifted nowadays. It's like, because we, we're just like a bunch of bullies online. Yeah. And that's where... See, that's cancel, my problem. Yeah, cancel culture goes from. It's just like bullying. Like, you literally just like, that's a wrong opinion. So I don't like what you said. So now I'm canceling you. They're like, like firing all. Literally. <laughs> it's like, everyone gang up. Everyone stop talking to so-and-so because stop supporting so-and-so. Stop yeah. doing this for so-and-so because I just didn't like that one thing they said grow up yeah you're not gonna agree with everyone's lifestyle you're not gonna agree with everyone's opinions you have to just understand that people's opinions are their opinions and at the end of the day they will not affect you so if you personally want to cancel them no problem like for me i knew like from the moment i heard about r kelly stuff 
I said R. Kelly's canceled for me. Yeah. Took off my playlist and all that stuff. Yep. Some people in these clubs is still playing R. Kelly. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there and be like, go up to DJ and be like, yo, bro, could yo, you chill? Yo, cut this shit off for you me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not about I'm to not do, that. do all that. But best believe I'm judging that DJ to all hell. Uh, that's a bad I, I, example because he deserves to be crucified. But like, <laughs> okay, you know what? who it is? Um, On my list of people I cancel is King Botch. B- King Bach? King Bach? Whatever. I don't know what, what his situation bro. is. That's the only celebrity that I have blocked. Like, I blocked his page. Not that he'll ever notice. <laughs> but I literally, like, I have him blocked because he made a Vine one day. And I will literally never forget this. And he made a Vine one day. And it was these two girls in the elevator with him. And he probably took it down at this point because you know it was fucked up. Mm-hmm. But um, it was two girls in the elevator. And, and it was him and his friend. And he was just, like, saying something. And the girls, like, didn't want to do anything mm-hmm. with him. And basically what he was promoting was sexual assault. Like, he was promoting nah. it in the elevator. And I saw that. And, like, that pissed me off to all hell. Not mm-hmm. because of my background and everything, but it was just, like, he had such a huge platform mm-hmm. on Vine. And this is what you chose to do with it. Of these palm-colored men mm-hmm. who are underdeveloped, trying to figure out how to get women. Mm-hmm. And this is what you teach them. This is what you're teaching them. Yeah. And that made me so mad. I literally reported the Vine, reported <laughs> his page, blocked his ass, and I never looked back from 20, like, I want to say 15, yeah. to now I still have never unblocked him. Because I say all that to say... Not many people knew about that vine because it came down as fast as it went up. Mm-hmm. But I knew about it. So I'm going <laughs> to so cancel that nigga. Yeah. That didn't sit right with me. That will never sit right with me. And anyone who jokes about that stuff, it's not funny. It's yeah. never funny. So for me, I canceled him. But you would never know until I tell you. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not about to sit there on Instagram. And tell Twitter, everybody. Every like, single day. Yeah. Do you guys remember that vine that he made? Yeah. Da, 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 da. At the end of the day, he's still getting his bread. Yeah. My voice is not going to do. Nah, I'm not going to say that. My voice does matter. But like Absolutely. my single voice right now, going on Twitter twenty four yeah. seven, tweeting. Every, I would have to dedicate. And it's old every, now, so it, it's like who, you know, like, like like you know, like nobody's really gonna be like, oh wow, okay. Like, take your seat in the back, Rosa Parks. <laughs> like <laughs> take your seat in the back, literally. So it's just like that's my opinion. That's how I feel about a certain celebrity. I don't like him, so I cancel him to myself. Yeah, I'm not going around punching into everyone's head that they should cancel him too, bro. That's like um, I was wearing a, my Chris Brown tore a t-shirt Son. a few weeks ago i don't stand for domestic violence okay Period, i don't stand for sexual assault but one thing chris brown was gonna do mm. put out some motherfucking music Period. okay i still get shit when i wear that t-shirt sometimes mm-hmm. with girls being like you support chris brown and i'm like have you listened to kiss kiss by chris brown <laughs> like have you listened to any of his hits like um, you're uncultured in the show yeah like <laughs> popping <laughs> like what what bro um okay here's my thing if I have hard evidence in my face showing Absolutely. me that Chris Brown is still doing the same shit. But here's my thing. I am the girl that's innocent until proven guilty. Right. I personally just, I feel like celebrities are too far out of my reach for me to be checking on what they're doing <laughs> in their personal lives 24-7. <laughs> I don't said, give I a damn. Mama. Like, I'm not. <laughs> and why, why should we be holding a flame to them when, if there's no hard evidence? Because at the end of the day, the same way, you know, celebrities get called out for shit is the same way, like, they get called out for shit that's not true as well 24-7. Right. And my situation that's with Chris Brown saying. was, yes, there was a very clear um, incident with him and Rihanna years ago. Mm-hmm. The victim has forgiven him now. The victim has, be- like, become cool with him. And I don't know if he's changed or not in his personal life, in real life. We'll nev- we're never going to know that until exactly. unless a situation like that comes about. But I here's what you made a good point about. The past being the past. Yep. And at the end of the day, when Chris Brown had that incident, he was a teenager. I don't feel like it's fair to crucify somebody for something that they did when they were, like, you know, not mature. Yeah. I feel like 
that Especially was growing up the way he did so fast yeah. in the limelight with the hottest girl in pop mm-hmm. and you guys get into an argument and your relationship you can just imagine the two of them being together extremely passionate right. extremely volatile Does personalities not excuse anything he did he still no not not completely. at all but at the same time like let's not act like we haven't all made mistakes and right. we haven't all done things as a teenager that we would never do as an adult. Exactly. I just felt like Chris Brown is one of those examples where people are always still bringing up his past and being like, he hit Rihanna. Like, right. you don't remember what he... Yes, he did. Yes, he did violate. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not excusing that whatsoever. He all the crucifixion that yes, he did get. Exactly. But, but at the no end of the day... Longer. Yes. It's been years since that yeah. happened. He may have changed. Do you feel like cancel culture impacts celebrities more? It was actually like more impactful depending on the industry the person is canceled in. Because mm-hmm. like for me, I feel like musicians get canceled temporarily, but yeah. they're never canceled forever. They just drop a new song in the group. Right. Absolutely. For, for me, it was like these influencers yeah. get canceled just as fast as they grow. Yeah. I feel like your, your rise is just as fast as your fall yeah. every single time. So for music, it takes you a long time to get to where you are. And people start, you know, you gain a family on the way yes. up. And you gain people, loyal followers. So that's why people, at the end of the day, again, R. Kelly will never be excused for the horrendous actions exactly. that he did. Horrendous. But he has a following yeah. that literally still supports him to this day. Yes. Because as he was growing, he was making that following. He was creating a family, a loyal fan base. Okay, fine. So it's going to be harder for him to get canceled. Yeah. Because there are still people who are ride or die for him. Yeah. Now, when it comes to Ellen Generous, she's done a lot of good. She was one of the number one people that got canceled in, um, what you call it, in 2020. Mm-hmm. Ellen Generous, Jimmy Fallon, you know, for stuff that they did um, before. Mm-hmm. Again, they have a really loyal fan base. But their fan base is not that loyal. Yeah. Because they were ready to crucify her to yeah. the point where she had to end her show. Yeah. Because it was just, at that point, you could say she's tired, all that stuff. Mm-mm. It was clipped for her. Yeah. Because her fan base was like, oh, you kind of bugging, sis. But you know what I think it also is? Like, that's why I'm asking about the industry. I think it, it depends on, like, if what you're doing stands the test of time. R. Kelly's music is timeless. Yeah. When you hear R. Kelly's music at the end of a party or at a family function, yeah. you low-key step in the name of love. Don't sing his stuff on here. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, if you take, like, Ellen influencers right. um tiktokers right. any of that that's not going to last 20 years from now no. a video you made a 60 minute a 60 second video you made in 2021 is not going to stand the test of time 10 years from now absolutely not People the same, forget about exactly anything. so like when it comes to music i just feel like not only do you create a fan base but like is this going to be timeless? Is this stuff that people are going to want to listen to like That's 20 so years true. from now? So you grow true. an attachment to it. R. Kelly is black barbecue music. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly is like end of party music. Old black barbecue music. Not anymore. Right. It still gets played. Please. But sure. Man. I mean, I don't play it. I don't play it. I don't play it. But when I hear same girl on the radio, Chill, bro. I don't switch the station. I'm not going to lie I'm to you. going to heaven, bro. I'm okay. still going to heaven for my honesty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> I definitely agree. You know what? I think about like the baby, like he, he's falling into like just putting in so putting out so much music that all sounds the same at this exactly. point. Exactly. Like, I'm not about to listen at to this. At this point, you could go to hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and take music with you, baby. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Exactly. What I want to touch on was something that you said before was the fact that like not everything is true, and at the end of the day, we'll never know the truth about what happened or the situation that um, really took place. Yeah, that stands out to me the most mm-hmm. because I feel like we have to normalize, like, if we're gonna go all in on this cancel culture thing, we gotta normalize canceling them, educating ourselves about what really happened, 
and then uncanceling them. Yeah. Like, and not being so angry, you know? Yeah. And not dragging it. My thing was, uh, a prime example of this one was the Doja Cat situation, where we were talking about where everyone was in a frenzy because freaking Doja Cat was in these chat rooms with mm-hmm. these white men and saying all this stuff, and mm-hmm. apparently it was just spun in a way that wasn't even true. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this until later. So when we fir- when I first heard about this, I was like, Doja's clipped. Mm-hmm. Like, that's clipped. She in chat rooms trying to, you know, sell herself for the white man. Like, I could never, I could never be, I could mm-hmm. never, like, listen to someone's music who does that. Like, it was very corny to me. And I kept this same energy for mad long. So for a while, like, when I cancel someone, in my head, like, I'm very loyal to that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I did, I stopped listening to her music. Like, I stopped following her on Instagram. Like, everything. Everything was clipped for me. But then I tweeted one day, like, we just go back anytime someone just apologizes or, you know, someone says, oh, sorry, let me do this for you, mm-hmm. you know? So I was getting mad at that, and I, and I brought up the Doja Cat situation, and I was like, I was just really annoyed at the fact that everybody was being so nice to her all mm-hmm. of a sudden because she dropped new music. And someone stopped me and educated me and was like, you know that literally was all fake, right? Like, that literally did not make any sense. She sent me articles mm-hmm. and was like, all of that was literally spun so badly in her mm-hmm. favor. None of it was real and all this stuff. And I, like, sat there and read through and educated myself and now I listen to Doja music mm-hmm. because it, it was like I had the wrong information. Yeah. I don't know whether I had I truly had the wrong information or they had the wrong information, but from what it seemed like, I was able to change my opinion. And that's okay. Like okay. that's literally okay. What's the mm. problem? Why are you looking at me like that? Toy lanes. Let's just I just want to be transparent, guys. I what what we say, like we're being vulnerable, like we're opening ourselves up to be like crucified. Crucified. So yeah. don't cancel. I'm, don't cancel. Okay, listen. Last year, same time. Yeah. Last year, same time. Quarantine radio. The situation with him and Meg had us all on the edge of our seat and ready to shoot Tory Lanez ourselves. I'm still on that seat. Like, I don't understand. But a lot of misleading information since we formed our original opinion has come out since then. And what I want us to do as a society is give things time. I'm not saying that the situation didn't happen. Right. I'm not saying that Meg is wrong. I'm it not saying that Meg's lying. To our knowledge, it didn't happen the way that it was spun. In the yes. Media. And so I'm not discrediting her story. I'm mm-hmm. not discrediting her feelings and her perspective and her experience. But I do feel like just because one person's experience is valid doesn't automatically make the person that. Like they're in that interaction with wrong or right. lying. Yeah. I don't think he was. I'm a. I'm. 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 A, I'm gonna be honest, y'all. I don't think he was lying. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, baby. Uh, I still wear my Tory Lane shirt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, I still listen to. She's the way I cream and die. The thing is, like, until I know the full truth, until I understand, like, until the court like says to me that Tory Lane shot right. Meg in the foot. I'm sorry. With malicious I, intent. With, with malicious intent. With the intent to harm. <laughs> the intent to kill. When you become a lawyer. I'm just saying. Know. I <laughs> want to be clear. Until that's proven, like, that's the thing. Like like you said, you're innocent until proven guilty. And yeah. that's the problem. In our culture, in our society, even our judicial system, you are guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. And that is the problem with all of us. Yeah. Because we just wait for you to tell us, no, bro, that's not what happened. They're like, oh, okay, sorry about all that. Yeah. What I said back there, I didn't mean it. Yeah. Like, no, but you still said it. You were still online telling me to kill myself, yeah. bro. <laughs> Like, I can't no for real. That. Like, no I for can't real. That. Like, There's no happy medium, and like that's the problem. Is I like what, even when you just said our society, our 
the laws of this country were supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. A lot of us do act on the guilty until proven innocent. But the problem is, like, there's no happy medium because a lot of situations where you should be guilty until the evidence is really there, like rape or sexual assault. I do understand that there are a lot of women that use and abuse the system, Mm -hmm. but there are also a lot of us that finally find the courage to say something and are not believed. So in in instances like that... Because of women who have abused the system. Yes. In instances like that where we need to be believed it's hard to tell somebody oh like now it's guilty until proven innocent Mm -hmm. oh now it's innocent until proven guilty but in situations like tory lane's everybody was on him crazy calling him crazy names telling him that like he deserved to kill himself like how dare he harm especially at the time in the context that of that situation was when like george floyd was happening and a lot of things in like media and and law were happening and policies and the presidency were all like how can you not protect a black woman but he said time and time again one thing about that man he did not waver his statement not once not once do i feel like he gave himself up he kept saying you know what I love Meg. I love Meg. I never meant to hurt Meg. I understand that I did hurt Meg, but that's not what happened. And he didn't waver from that. One thing about people that are not guilty is they don't feel like they need to explain themselves. Exactly. Now, guilty people, like DaBaby, kept defending himself, getting defensive. Because he's guilty as hell. Exactly. When you, like I said, episode and episode again... What's real does not need to be explained or stated a thousand times. Yep. When you really feel like you're doing the right thing, when you really feel like you have nothing to hide, you don't feel the need to keep explaining yourselves and wasting your breath. Because you know, at the end of the day, the truth will come to light. Truth always comes to light. Always. And then the dark, dark, always, always comes come to light. light. Absolutely. Before we end this episode, though, I got to tell you guys, there's this is um, girl on TikTok. I was just telling Kristen before. Uh, she has this list of people who she uh, can say, like, basically can go straight to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I, myself, has curated this list um, <laughs> as a list of people who We did I not have... make this list together. <laughs> she made this list. So I'm going to just listen. This is not the full extent of the list. Um... <laughs> I just saw the list, y'all. Okay, stripping. <laughs> the, the the first one on this list is obviously R. Kelly. Go straight to hell, baby. Rot in jail. Um, T.I. and Tiny, your time is coming. Lil Boozy, go straight to hell with your mama. I don't even know her, but take her with you because she made you. Shane Dawson, we all saw that weird shit you did on YouTube. Go to hell. <laughs> love Del Rey. Can't believe you're a Trump supporter. We loved that song from the <gasps> no. Gatsby. No. Oh, that hurt me. No. She's oh, a Trump supporter? She's a big Trumpy. Big Trumpy. Okay. Jeffree Star, you know what you did. I don't even have to explain that one. Jeffree Star. <laughs> if I ever see you in the street, that's one person I put my hands on. Laura Lee. Now, if you don't know the beauty community, you don't know too much about Laura Lee, and you don't need to know. Laura Lee, go straight to hell. Take your whole family with you. You will never recover from calling people nigga. I'll never let it go. And finally, like I said before, King Bach, there are many people who didn't make this list. Please don't feel like you're safe. Don't ever feel like you're safe because your time is coming, babe. You will be canceled if it's the last thing I see. We really do thank you guys for listening. Yes. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you ever have any feedback, any suggestions, anything we can fix, mm. any questions even, please send them to our Instagram at Taboo Podcast on Instagram. Please leave a like, a comment. Please subscribe and like your two fave best friends. And like we always say, we'll be back on, on the, the next, next episode. episode. Bye. Bye. Come on, 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 come on,